Um, another example would be this quilt right here. Now, this might be me showing off just a little bit. <laughs> but it's beautiful. But what you can do, again, is work your way down the whole quilt area, irregardless of the blocks or the elements of the quilt itself. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host. Mark Scalia, I'm in a mess right now. I shouldn't have started the show when I did. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's uh, it's good to be back. I mean, <laughs> well, I'll explain. I'll explain. It's good to be back. But if you're listening, you're listening one of three ways. Let's get into that. You're listening through my website, markscalia.com, and check out more of that site. Please check me out on Facebook and Twitter and follow me because I love the attention. Second way uh, you can listen is if you want to be more participant and you want to be part of the active chat, you will click that speaker box you're listening to, and that will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can sign on using a Facebook address, and we've got a ton of people signed on. And then you can be part of our live chat, and they tend to insult me and then each other, and it's, it's a mishmash on there. It's just a lot of stuff. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live, we invite you to listen to the slightly edited for time broadcast version of the show, the podcast version, available through iTunes and now Google Play, which I don't know if anybody's doing it through Google Play, but whatever. Live chat. Fuck yeah. There we go. So um, let me get into this because I'm, I, I almost didn't do it. I was almost not going to do this tonight. And you'll find out why I probably shouldn't have even attempted it. Let's get into that with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So let me let me get into this. Now, wait a minute. I got a bunch of people already chatting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we stand in solidarity just to insult you. <laughs> uh, there is so much going on with the world, with me. Um, a lot of stuff. So let me, and to be honest with you, I started my show prep. Now I, I like to have at least an hour and a half to two hours, depending on what I'm doing for show prep. Cause I really like to be prepared for the show. But tonight was like, well, should I do a show? And, and this, and this will be a good thing. If like, if I pull this off and it's a decent show, <laughs> it's, it's going to be like, Oh, fuck, you don't have to put any effort in this program at all. But I, I was on the fence this afternoon. Uh, my brother had come over. Uh, we were hanging out, playing a little Xbox. We'd be chatting it up, talking about his health problems, my health problems, a lot of stuff going on. So I'm a little disheveled with the show. 
So I'm actually writing the show prep as we do it. Like I'm writing it as it's happening. So I started prepping about quarter past eight. And uh, let me see. I only have one window open, so I got to swap everything. If you pull, if you pull it off, it means you a regular course of drugs. <laughs> yeah, Mark pain, back surgery, big pain, Irma, smaller pain, Irma, low pain. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. I'll get into all that. But let's start with the more pressing thing. The reason I was on the fence is because I had back surgery less than a week ago, and they cut me open which, you know, they split me open in the back and was supposed to be like a one inch incision. It's actually about a two, I think it's almost a two and a half inch incision. They put, I guess they have like body glue. I don't know if it's body glue, body glitter. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they do like skin glue. Like they glue you now. They used to use stitches, uh, which I thought was fine. Strings pretty good. I like string. Cats like string. There's a lot of ways to use string. Perfect. Use this fucking string. Now they went, no, 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 I can't use this string. Well, now we have to use stuff that kind of uh, your, your biology absorbs it so you don't need it anymore. So I'm like, okay, but it's still kind of citrus. Stitches turned into sutures. Sutures were smaller stitches, which were like fasteners. Sutures turned into staples like you can get at staples. Like actual fucking fucking staples. That's what it turned into. The staples have now turned into fucking glue. How does surgery... This is biological surgery. How do you get to downgrade your fucking things? Is Are stitches... Was stitches that expensive? I don't get it. Have you, have you, have you, have you seen my stapler? Excuse me. Yeah, I, I believe you have my stapler. They, they said that they said that I would I would be getting my stapler. <laughs> so I'm trying not to laugh because I'm still in a, I'm still in pain. And the first I they kept me overnight, which I did not want to be overnight, but I had to. I woke up and I was like translucent. I was so I was so dippy. Uh, perhaps the stitches are no longer sustainable, and the danger to the environment. <laughs> If stitches were expensive, we wouldn't be giving them to snitches. <laughs> oh, stop. Don't make me laugh. Why are my listeners this funny today? Anyway. It's it's just fucking ridiculous how it, it, it gets lower and lower and stand. Now they're just using glue. Like, what's next? Just a caulking gun? Just yeah, just pour that in there. Like just like hot glue. It's a glue gun. I'm a craft set. That's and then they put on a piece of tape. They don't even fucking, they don't even bandage you up anymore. It's a fucking piece of tape, like tape and glue. I don't have an HMO. I have a fucking Michael's fucking, what is it, Michael's craft? They're just short as of doctors, so they're recruiting elemental schools who majored in glue. What the fuck? I, I would put Elmer's glue in my hand and then peel it off. That doesn't make me a plastic surgeon. <laughs> I'm not qualified. But when I woke up, I was I, I was completely still under the uh, the the anesthesia, and I was like blip 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 blip, and I'm never like that. And uh, I they kept me overnight. It was a mess. They put the bags around your ankles that kind of blow up so they promote circulation. Whatever whatever happened to cauterizing? Yeah, burn it. I would have been fine with burning it. But they put the bags on my uh, my ankles. 
the ones that inflate with air, and then they put an IV in me. So now I'm trapped in the bed that I can't move. And the amount of stuff that apparently they gave me enough to take out an elephant or a, a rhino or an, or or elephanting rhino or or rhino rhino fenting elephant i don't know but they gave me a shit ton of stuff and it took me a long time to get out of it and you know and then they give you all the stuff and then you can't go to the bathroom at all like one or two and they're like well we have to check it and then then they're doing the ultrasound on my bladder like anything more than 400 (laughs) soldering iron yeah tom they used the soldering iron on me <laughs> which i've had a you know i have a soldering iron it's it's a little difficult it, it's a little tricky glue gun i get where you put it is where it sticks that makes sense but so where was i i don't know i'm on medication but when you wake up like i can't go any and then doing the ultrasound on my bladder and they say anything more than 400 milliliters they have to give you a catheter and i was like no, no, I'm good. For those of you who don't know, that's when they take a essentially a tube and they just right up your urethra, which isn't a great word because it sounds exactly like it hurts if it's ever in come in contact with anything other than what it's supposed to do. Yeah, fuck catheters. No, yeah, oh, everybody, everybody, there's like sick comments. But I was like, no, I got this, I got this. So I went in the bathroom and I'm trying to stand. Now I'm taking the bags off myself and I'm not even waiting for them. I'm dragging the IV stand with me everywhere. I forgot it was plugged into the wall at one point. <laughs> it was like a dog chasing a cat. I was like, ding, 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 boy, yung, 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 and then I got pulled back. So I'm finally going. And then at one point I had almost 600 milliliters in my bladder. And they go, we're going to have to catheter. And I go, no, you're not. They go, yeah, that's kind of our policy. I go, fuck your policy. I said, I'll be in the bathroom for 15 minutes just waiting. So long story short, I was able to evacuate my bladder with the coaxing of the C word. <laughs> Catheters, I love them. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> oh, that hurts. That hurts. I should be wearing a belt. So then uh, the next day, my wife came, picked me up, and uh, I was very groggy, still on a lot of the medication, got out, and just, it. you know, you're still on all that stuff, so you're not, you're still kind of, kind of you know hardened to it it doesn't really and then it starts to wear off and the friday was the friday was generally unpleasant the saturday was mostly unple- hold on do you need to open the door come on you're interrupting the show my wife just walked in to my fucking studio like she can do that what are you doing i'm in the middle of the monologue now she's she's tiptoeing everybody as she giggles, which kind of defeats the fucking purpose. What are you doing? You can tell how good of a nurse I was this week. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. Nurse Ratchet is what she was. Hi, Karen. You said hi, Karen. She moved from downstairs to upstairs. That's what she did. Don't violate my people with that rather large, uncomfortable-looking straw. Yes, I get you. So, but yeah, the Sunday, the day it rained. Oh my God! If I had a gun. I would have used it and not on anybody else. I just would have went fucking 18 fucking 12 overture. That's what I would. I was in so much pain. The, the leg pain returned down both legs all the way to both ankles. And the incision pain was starting to fill up. They prescribed me a lot of drugs, which uh, most of the drugs are out of the system, which 
you know, they prescribed me Oxy. Of course they did. Which I'm not saying anything bad about Oxy. I'm just saying it's not as effective on me, which I'm very lucky. Are you done? Can you close the door? Thank you. It's You know, it's worse when Jigsaw walks in. At least Jigsaw knocks before he walks in. She came up for envelopes. Like she needed envelopes at quarter past nine on a fucking Wednesday. And I'll get to how good she was in a minute. But what the fuck was that about? Anyway. So Sunday was bad. Uh, I was still kind of delusional. Still on a stuff. Yeah, LOL. Thanks. Um, I was still kind of under everything. And I was taking Oxy like a son of a bitch. Just kind of boom, boom, boom. I was taking everything they gave me. They gave me a, a, um, uh, a muscle relaxer, which... I, I, the muscle relaxer relaxes everything. I don't know where the medication knows how to go, but anything from my nipples to my n- knees was was relaxed. Just and I hate to put it like that, but it's that's the whole gray area. Everything's like everything's just falling apart. And of course, I'm on all this medication, so now you know. And I don't want to be graphic, but I was very constipated, and I'm like, mm. so now I feel like I'm blowing up like Violet from fucking. <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> relaxed nipples. I had relaxed nipples. <laughs> so and now I'm like, oh, I just I just want to go. And I felt like I was a hundred going, hey, I I I went to the bathroom today. <laughs> it was just god awful. And then of course Monday uh, got a little better. Tuesday got a little better. And here we are, Wednesday. Hey guys, relax guy in my South Park Saddam Hussein voice. Hey, guy, relax. Take the juice, yes. So now everything is better. Things are much better. I'm not taking any of the pain medication. I'm still taking some Aleve or Motrin or whatever I have. Um, Still taking the muscle relaxer, my steroid pack, which they gave me, which I was on before, seemed to help a little bit. Taking that. And the thing that helped me the most, and other than she fucking running in here just grabbing envelopes for no apparent reason, my home nurse, Karen, she was wonderful, for 95 percent of the whole process there was a few moments where she turned into nurse ratchet now let me explain she made my meals she made me breakfast she made my lunch she got my medication ready she did everything except put my medication in one of those you know monday tuesday wednesday fucking pill dividers she was writing all these notes and i go i can't keep track of your notes and she goes well they're my notes not so she did the notes so she was very good. And the only incidents we did have is when I had to tell her the same thing three times, which, first of all, is a bad thing for me. I hate repetition. Have I mentioned I hate repetition? I hate repetition. So she made me repeat myself the same thing like three times. And I was like, Karen, what the fuck? I don't like repeating my. <laughs> I had to say it like that because I'm on drugs. And she's looking at me going, oh, he's got. It's like. It's like a pit bull with no fucking teeth. It, I had no power in that situation. So she was great for most things. And the other thing she really got me on is when I got in bed, I couldn't really move that well. So I said, can you move this pillow? She comes in behind me and I can barely move and I'm on my side and the incision is in my lower back. I'm lying on a pillow with my back to her thinking she's going to put a pillow behind me. She reels up like a fucking stallion on the open plain. She whitties up. She knees me in the lower right in the incision, <laughs> which is my, no, that's going to be my catchphrase. Which hit you right in the incision. 
She got me in the. She got me right, like fucking full on WWE. John Cena just went boom, and I go. I screamed like a fucking. I don't even know, like a banshee, or a, I don't. I can't even give it a precise analogy. But I saw stars and black. Fucking Kim, stop laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. And I was like, Wah! it was the weirdest noise that came out. It was like, Wah! you know, it's what was the um uh, the the famous uh, the famous yell. But it was like ten times that. And she goes, "What's wrong?" <laughs> like, what's wrong? What's what's wrong? And I'm like, "Fuck!" I go, you just need me in the incision. <laughs> she, she, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, like nothing happened. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you couldn't need me just above the incision? Those are only two incidents. <laughs> what is this? It was an accident. Of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. So that's what I got going on. So here's the funny thing, because I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to work. You know, I was going to do the show. I'm I'm healing very quickly, I think. I talked to my doctor today, and they said, yeah, everything that you're experiencing is pretty normal. I told them what it is, and they go, good. Some of the bandages come off, so I had my brother came over. He, he actually cut the excess bandages, and, and he cut one of the fishing lines out of me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing back there? And then we kind of bandaged it again, put a couple Band-Aids on it, because it catches my shirt. Because there is some strings sticking out of my back. I'm like... <laughs> Like a poorly made Taiwanese toy. <laughs> I'm like an irregular fucking stuffed animal. And I go, didn't they use glue? <laughs> anyway. So I'm healing. I'm healing very, I think, I think very quickly because with not even a week, the only real pain I'm experiencing is <laughs> Charlie in the box. <laughs> glue stringing those pipe cleaners back there. <laughs> I feel like a toy. It's like I'm Build-A-Bear. That's what it is. Yeah, and he, he goes to pull the string. He goes to pull one of the fucking strings, and he goes, he screams like shit, like a chatty Kathy doll. No shit. You're fucking pulling my strings out, bitch. Karen's mother works at the Salem Hospital, and she was there when I was recovering. I barely saw her. She was always checking up on me. She was doing a great job. And, of course, I tell her that, well, I have to pay for this surgery. I have to pay for all this, the medical attention I've had because my health coverage is what it is. But I said, I have to pay for this. So I said, I got to start working. And she goes, when are you going to work? I said, well, I'm working on Friday night. Now, Friday night is like a week and a day that I've had the surgery. Now, in my defense, I was supposed to have my surgery two days earlier. So that's not my fault. But... I took a test drive today because I have to drive and it's a drive and and I'll put it to you guys. It's the, you know, the next part is, you know, to drive or not to drive because I've got to drive. I have to drive to Lake George, New York on Friday, <laughs> which is normally a four hour drive. But I told my doctor about this. I told the physical therapist, everybody knows it's not a secret. Will you stop adding fucking time? I had a double amputation done fucking Cost me an arm and leg. Oh, God. Cost me an arm and leg. So I have to drive. So normally it's a four-hour drive. And what I would do is I'd pull over every, you know, couple hours to get gas and blah, blah, blah. So Karen's mother finds this out. And she gave me the double huff-huff. She, oh, oh, 
you know, she gave me that. So tonight she sends me a text and Carrie doesn't even know this because she just sent it to me. Hi, Mark. I hope you will reconsider driving to New York on Friday. I'm very concerned about your well-being doing that. It's way too soon after your surgery. So please reconsider. I've been thinking this since Monday. People love and care you and it's not worth jeopardizing the surgery you just had done. Now, I get it. I understand everybody's concerned. But I talked to my doctor about this, the physical therapist. Yes, she did. The physical therapist, the surgeon. I talked to everybody. And everybody's like, look, if you're going to be in the car, use your judgment, you know, blah, blah. Now, I actually didn't want to do it. I don't want to believe me. It's not like I went, hey, I just had surgery. Let's be in the car for five fucking hours. I, I have no, you know, I don't want to do that. But I, I had an out, but it would have put the agent in a really bad position. If you're that concerned, drive me. <laughs> but I have to stay overnight because I'm in New Hampshire the next night. Because I'm working Saturday night. What the fuck? I got to work. I can't not work. But it's I'm pacing myself. I'm not doing It's a very, you know, it's a corporate gig. And it's not a ton of, you know, exercise. Or I'm going to be fine and blah, blah, blah. But it's just, you know, I got to work. And I know that, you you know. I know that everybody's like, hey, you know, you shouldn't do this. And yeah, if I had a choice, a real choice, if I had a real choice, I wouldn't do this. But this is the analogy. I'm going to be in the same amount of pain whether I move or not move, whether I sit, whether I stand, whether I lie down. I'm doing the same healing process, especially in a car. I'm not doing anything. I'm in a car and I can get out and I would be doing the same thing. I'd be sitting on the couch or sitting in a chair or lying in the bed. So it's exactly the same thing. The only real difference is I'm away from home. And you know, you get that feeling where the further you drive away from your house, the less comfortable you feel because you're like, well, I'm only 10 minutes from the house as opposed to I'm an hour from the house or two hours. Um, the only difference is you're in a big metal box that doubles as a weapon. I know I'm trying to use my car as a weapon. Well, God forbid something were to happen in the car. I mean, who's to say that if I was in a car anyway? You know, people driving to people's houses at this point. Anyway. So that's really the only thing, and I'm going to be very careful and take my time. So, but it's, I have to drive, and it's because I want to get to work. And then I have another like five or six days off, and I'm not working again until next Friday night, where I see my, and I see the doctor on the Tuesday. So believe me, I mean, there's enough glue back there <laughs> to build a bear. So. So that's what I got going on. There was something else I wanted to go over and I forgot what it is, but the monologue's taking way too long. So let me just get to the stuff I need to get to and then I'll get back to you. I was in contact with the Salem Trolley today and they tickets are going on sale for the Christmas Carol on Monday, September 11th, this Monday. And uh, tickets are going to go by fast. They always do. I can give you a rough idea when I'm going to be on the shows. I'll be on most of the weekday shows. And again, it's the preliminary calendar. But if anybody is on a show, or they booked the night, just email me at radioregardless at gmail.com or you can Facebook message me through the Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, actually, message him because then he'll talk to me and I'll find out the schedule. But most of the week is going to be me other than one night off a week. And then the weekends, myself and the second actor who plays Scrooge, we're going to split the Saturdays and Sundays. And then Fridays, I'll be doing the two shows and the other actor will be doing the, the one show. Let's see. Scroogey doozy. Yep. Yep. Scroogey, Scroogey. And... 
all this is, you know, and that's December. So I'm still doing that. And of course, it's October coming up and I got to prep for that. I'm doing the trolleys, uh, different show on the trolley in October. Uh, but then, of course, I'm still prepping for the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival in 2018. And that seems to be coming together really nice. I think all the venues... Uh, except one has confirmed that we're on set, good to go. But other than that, it looks great. So I've taken a longer monologue than I needed, which is I knew I forgot something. There was something I wanted to talk about, completely forgot. Uh, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about some more stuff. <laughs> we'll be right back with more stuff. Yeah, that's what we do. So let's take our first break. We'll be back, and then I'm going to play something really cool with you guys. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and although it's fairly warm now, winter is coming. And when it does, be sure to see me on the Salem Christmas Trolley. Tickets are $30 each, and there's plenty of shows so that I get to torment all of you. But feel free to pay for the ticket and not show up, because less bodies, more money. And until I see you on the trolley, this is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you a humbug. Hey, everybody, it's Chris Penny, and irregardless of what I'm doing, I am probably listening to Mark Scalia's Irregardless Radio on the radio, irregardless that it's not on the radio, because it's on the inter-radio, irregardless of that shit. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, so... Oh, I know what I was talking about, uh, drugs, but I'll talk about that in the, the next segment, or I'll get to it somewhat. But I know, and I was just reading through the chat. It's like, uh, you know, it's I have you always have a choice, Sophie, motherfucker. <laughs> what was that? It was, uh, if everybody jumped off a bridge, would you jump? <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't give it a peer pressure. I want to do exactly what I want to do. I, I, I really do. And I'm not doing it to prove anybody. You know what it is? I'm not going, well, I'm a bad motherfucker. I can get to it. I'm doing it because it's a logical reason to do it. And it's kind of cool. <laughs> Dorothy was the first person to have a problem with opioid addiction. No. When the, when the founder passed out in the poppy field. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, the drug epidemic is real, and we shouldn't joke about it. <laughs> So the drugs they gave me, crazy shit, man. I was having some weird dreams. Like, you know what? I would go to sleep, you know, I'd fall asleep, but I woke up like every hour or hour and a half, and I would have dreams about being on drugs and pain in my dreams. Like, it was the same, like, awake and sleeping were the same fucking thing. <laughs> so right now, just to express what I have, I have a little bit of a twinge on my left side, my lower back where the incision is which makes it a little difficult to sit up um, because my lower back is not supported it is supported in this chair but I actually should be sitting on a pillow or something for my lower back uh, but for the most part that's it and when the strings catch my clothes <laughs> and the glue we tried to take the bandage off and between the bandage stuck to the glue stuck to the strings I don't know what the fuck I hope they use a solution and with my luck, it'll be like nail polish remover. It's like, oh, you know, we take off crazy glue. We use nail polish remover. Oh, my God. I'm out of fucking... What's that craft store? Not Michael's. What's the other one? 
Oh, the other crash story. It's fucking insane. Anyway. So I was thinking, you know, I would play a game with you. And again, I didn't prep it as well as I could have. So I'm going to work it out. I did get the sounds for it. I did get the sounds. It was that AC more. Oh my god, that hurt! <laughs> oh, well, you know, I did, I did a show and I had my hernia operated on, and it was the same thing. Like every time I laughed, it hurt, and it's the same thing. It's back and forth. Son of a bitch! <laughs> fuck. Anyway, oh fuck. So I figured because uh, you know OxyContin and all that stuff, I started thinking about a game that I could play, and I thought about it. When I asked, uh, when I posed the question this afternoon if I should do a show or not, and I figured I was going to play a, what's it? Did I laugh my stitches out? No, they're being held in with glue. <laughs> I still got some glue. Let's throw some glue in there in my stapler. I got my stapler with my glue. So I figured I would play a little game called Medication or Made Up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play it. <laughs> this is the karaoke version. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just dig on this for a second. Go, go, go. <laughs> All right, let's tone this down a little bit. So we're going to play Medication or Made Up. Now, this is where you guys get to play with me, or technically against each other, because I have no guests tonight, because I'm too lazy. Not too lazy. I'm too, I'm too fucking medicated to go, hey, let's get a guest in here. No, let's, let's just not. Let's just not do a guest. So what's this? Uh, no, stop it. If she went to rehab, she might. Well, that's kind of true in a way. God bless Amy Winehouse. She's singing such an amazing singer. Anyway, medication or made up is where I'm going to describe medication by name only. And you have to tell me if it is real or made up. Okay. This is going to be really interesting because there is a ton, ton of drug names. And I actually did a little bit of work where I'm still working out of the websites and some other stuff that I was actually doing. So this should be interesting. Okay. <laughs> Let's try something easy. If I said, uh, no, it's going to be very easy. And I will pronounce these best I can. So we know the big ones, you know, moxicillin, Cymbalta, Lexapro, Oxycodone, Viagra, Xanax, Zoloft ibuprofen, acetaminophen. We know all those, Joe. We know all those common names, okay? We know those are the most popular drugs. We understand those. What's that? Subatone? <laughs> Hold on a second. What did you write? What is this? Hold on. Sobophone? Sacobophone. I don't know if that's a real advantage. <laughs> advantage. <laughs> no, I'm playing a game. You don't get to put something down. I'm going to ask you what it is. I'm going to tell you a drug, and you tell me if it's medical or made up. So let's do this. Let's start with something a little tricky. 
All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you guys ready? It's very simple. Here's the first one. Okay. What did I miss? Yeah, I looked down for a second. Sub suboxone, subacone, subacone, saxophony. Oh my god! I don't know what you fucking people are doing, but I'm not going to pay attention anymore. I'm just going to watch my fucking website. All right. If I said <laughs> homolog, <laughs> H-U-M-A-L-O-G, homolog, <laughs> medical or made up, homolog. Now this is a pretty easy game because all you, it's pretty much a, it's a two choice, but I'm going to make it a little difficult. If you think it is a made-up drug, then you have to tell me what you think it does. And if it is a real drug, you have to tell me what you think it does. Let's keep that kind of humor going. Kim says it's, let's see, fake. God, is he fucked up. <laughs> yes. Now tell me, okay, you it's fake? You think it's a fake drug, okay? New age name for blowjob medication. <laughs> Humalong. No, Humalog. Yes. Gotta be an ED drug. So Josh thinks it's fake. Okay. Kim says it's made up. Actually, I gotta go to the website. Let me just expand the chat. There we go. So Kim says it's made up. Tom says it's made up. Chris, I believe, thinks it's made up. Josh thinks it's made up for those little ceramic figurines in the seventies. <laughs> think there's still drugs in my system because because what you're writing is funny but it's not that funny <laughs> those i think those are hummels <laughs> oh i like chris's answer it moist it's moistens the oral cavity for hummers so the majority of you are saying that's made up it is not made up it is completely a real drug so you get it incorrect Coke is fucking dead as dead. <laughs> Coke is fucking dead. No, Humalog is a real drug. It's a fast-acting insulin. It is real. It's used to improve blood pressure control in adults and children with diabetes. And it's also good to treat uh, type 1 diabetes in adults. Let's see, what is it? Uh, you have to you take this medication with a meal 15 minutes before or after you eat. You should not use Humalog if you're having an episode of hypoglycemia, low blood sugar. So you are all fucking wrong because that's a real thing. <laughs> Humalog. <laughs> that's that's the first one. Oh, okay. How about this one? What is Cordrazine? C-O-R-D-R-A-Z-I-N-E. Cordrazine. Anybody? Is it medical or made up? Let's see. Kim says it's real. Josh says it's real as fuck. <laughs> he says it's medical or maybe it sounds too real so it's so fake. Wait, wait. No, it's fake. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have done the show tonight. <laughs> it sounds sci-fi, she says. It's fake. Okay. So the consensus is it's not it's not real. Now everybody's saying it's not real, okay? So 
Let's see. <laughs> Cordrazine. Is Cordrazine real? Everybody said it's not real, so that would be correct. This is 500 grand. But when you shoot it, you will know where that extra money went. Yes, Cordrazine is not fucking real. Cordrazine is from every Star Trek series, a powerful stimulant used to relieve patients in an emergency such as cardiac arrest. 25 milliliters is usually a lethal dose to humanoids, but it can also cause hallucination and madness. The hypo cap, intercephalocortisine, empty. Communications, emergency medical team. Killers, assassins, I will let you, I'll kill you first. <laughs> That's where it's from. It's not real. It is fucking fake. <laughs> so there we go. How could you not know that was fake? <laughs> it does. Cordrazine does sound fucking real, though. It really does. Oh, jeez. Uh, Cordrazine is Australian rock. <laughs> Australian rock band. Oh, oh, fuck. Let's see. Are you ready? Here's the third one. I see if I can pronounce this correctly. This is really tricky. Try cryomethylene. Methylene. T R I C H L O R O M E H M E T H. Sorry. Y L E N E. Try kylomethylene that's it try kylomethylene that's wow really is that what it, wow what the fuck that's that's crazy so try metho i want really want to say it correctly try yeah it's trichloromethylene is it medication or is it made up Chris, let's see. I'm going to vote realist. It's true. Wikipedia, that shit. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That sounds highly illogical, irregardless. Uh, let's see. You're going to vote real, real, medical, fake. Josh says fake. Everybody else is going real. All right. The votes are in. Is Oh, what's this? Sounds like poison. See, you got to remember, these are medical stuff. Now, there may not be a, a, a drug per se, like aspirin or something. It could be an ingredient that is now like the original name, not like the other thing. So trichloromethylene. Last votes. Tom says real. Uh, Chris says real. Kim says real. Josh says fake. It is not real, which means everybody else got it wrong. White people who know the difference between good shit and bad shit. This is the house they come to. <laughs> and you got it right. Heroin. Josh. Coming back in a big fucking way. Yeah. Heroin's coming back. Try trichloromethylene is a drug given to counter counteract all the effects of alcohol used in a drinking contest. <laughs> Do you remember what that's from? I'll give you a hint. You had to drink while you're on a tricycle. This is trichloromethylene. It counters all effects of alcohol in your system. It was Revenge of the Nerds. That's correct. <laughs> uh, fuck. 
Fuck, fuck, fucky, fuck. All right. <laughs> Here's one. I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm going to try. Actually, I'm going to spell it to you. And then I'll try to pronounce it because I don't want to say it first because then you're going to think it's wrong. It's 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 spelled X-O-R-A-X. I think it's pronounced Zorax. <laughs> I think I think it's pronounced Zorax, which that's how it's spelled. Not Lorax because that would not be fucking true. <laughs> Zorax. Yes, Zorax. Zorax. Anybody know what that is? Zorax. Is it real? Let's see. What is everybody saying? I got to read the chat. No fucking way Zorax is real. <laughs> no, not Zorax with a Z. Zorax. X O R A X. No. F- That's the sugar stitch you mix with water. <laughs> That's Zorax, you fucking clown. I should have just said Zorax, Zor- the Lorax. Zorax is so sci-fi villain. <laughs> you know something? I'm not even going to waste your time. But you're on the right track. Zorax is not a real drug. And let me play the sound. It is not. So you guys got it right. This is 500 grams. But when you shoot it, you will know where that extra money went. Yes, that is a drug that's referenced with from a CSI Miami episode. <laughs> it's an over-the-counter analgesic drug in development that will, quote-unquote, take care of everything from a toothache to a migraine. <laughs> that is fucking funny. So, Zorak... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Here we go, boys and girls. You're doing all right. I'm going to do a couple more, and then I'm going to take a break. How about... It's so hard to pronounce everything. It's so freaking weird. Uh, let me spell it first. S-E-R-I-S-O-N-E, which would be Sarasone, Sarasone? Uh Sarasani. Maybe that's it. Sarasani. What, what is everybody typing? Let's see. Grape Zorax is the best flavor. <laughs> Give me three grams of a madman. It's as good as you say I'll come back and buy another thousand. <laughs> Nobody removes sunglasses dramatically as David Caruso. Very true. Yeah! <laughs> we actually played that game at one point. I forget who we played it with. But let's see. We did one, two, three, four, five. So this is at Sarasone. S-E-R-I-S-O-N-E. Sarasoni. Any guesses? Any guesses? Is it real or is it made up? Let's see. Sarasoni is fake, they say to me. None of the other drugs have been real. This one has to be real. Not real. Aside from Hummel drug, they've all been fake. The new drug, Kanye, was it Kanye? <laughs> Causing you to spontaneous turn into pompous D bag. I mean, oh, you in the mood for ice cream? I could do ice cream. Karen, bring me up some ice cream, please. Pummel on. So you guys think it's real. Let's see. Tom says it's not real. Karen, uh, Kim thinks it's real. Sarah Sony. Well, if you said real, 
you would be incorrect. Coke is fucking dead as dead. Yes. The nurse is off duty. <laughs> it's Sarasoni is from Battlestar Galactica. It's a drug used to prevent uh, fluid from building up in the lungs. <laughs> All right, let's do one last one. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. This will be the last one. Promethazine. <laughs> Promethazine, P-R-O-M-E-T-H-A-Z-I-N-E. Promethazine. Is it medical or made up? Truthfully, they all could be fucking made up. I don't have to do anything that's real. It's definitely real as fuck. Promethazine. I just, every time I say that, I just, stop using promethaline and call your doctor at once. If you have twitching, uncontrolled movements, or <laughs> tongue, face, like, I, I should have done that. They're all taken. All the good ones are taken. It's hard to, it's hard to trick you people. It's hard to trick you. Oh, I'll trick you with this one. This one you'll not get. Well, it's a 50-50. You probably will. I mean, you got a shot at getting it right. But let's see. Who said, let's say, fuck it all. <laughs> I take, I take two of those every day. I think it's antifungal. No, the um, promethalazine. Oh, I we never, we never finished that one. My head is up my ass tonight. Well, if you said it was not real, then you would be right. Heroin. It's coming back in a big fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> promethalazine. Promethalazine is real. It acts as an antihistamine and blocks the effects of naturally occurring chemicals, uh, chemically histamine in the body. That's what it does. It's real. And Josh, you got that right. How about this one? Vibred. V-I-I-B-R-Y-D. <laughs> Vibred. <laughs> you still think it's antifungal. <laughs> Wait, are you saying all the right people are wrong and all the wrong people are right? No, it was a real that was a real drug. That was a real drug. <laughs> If you have mood swings, hear voices, except the sweating, blinking, explosive diarrhea, or nightmares. <laughs> I have them already. Oh, my God. I'm losing track of time. All right. Here we go. Again, the last one. Vibred. V-I-I-B-R-Y-D. Vibred. Let's see. My brother says, pet Viagra used during breeding. <laughs> oh, real. Going to need it. Uh, Vibred should sponsor your show. <laughs> It's real. It's an antidepressant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. You know what's fucked up? I shouldn't use any antidepressants because my audience is on them. <laughs> this is 500 grand. But when you shoot it, you will know where that extra money went. Yes, that is correct. Vibred is a antidepressant. And that's and, and Tom Berry got it right on the fucking nose. Oh, my God. A carumba. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my third and final break. I may tally up the audience, but, you know, that game is all over the place, so whatever. So we're going to come back uh, after this next break, and I will, what, crank caller, crank caller, crank caller. <laughs> You're listening to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. 
our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. (laughs) I found that clip. Uh, Are you talking to me on a cellular phone? (laughs) I don't know you. Who is this? Don't come here. I'm hanging up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. I really. The funny thing is, if the FCC ever went, hey, this guy's promoting drug use. No, half the shit I mentioned doesn't exist. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Anyway, guys, I got to be honest with you. I was uh, I was not going to do a show, and you guys have made it so much fun for me. Thank you, as always, you, my listeners, you guys. You're great people to hang out with, even for an hour on a Wednesday, and I thank you for always doing it. So, hey, uh, let me tell you what I got coming up this week, and I think I kind of hinted it a little bit. Friday night, I'll be doing a corporate gig uh, at uh, Lake George, New York. So you guys probably won't attend that because nobody wants to drive me. That's the first thing. And then Saturday night, I will be making my triumphant return to Headliners Comedy Club in Manchester, New Hampshire, where I'll be headlining that particular show. So, oh, what was the text? I'm sorry. I didn't read that. You should have us all as a guest panel. It'd be done. It would fucking chaos. That would be a great idea. I could actually have you all... Group, I should I should do one of those group um, one of those ju- group chat lines. You know, when you do a phone line, we're all calling a conference call. And they should do that. <laughs> Mark has what's coming up: pain, pain, and more pain. Uh, and then he'll fart and have a world of pain. I got nothing but pain. But again, thank you guys, and I I mean this. I mean it's great when I see all you guys tuning in. When I wasn't going to do a show, then I did a show, and you guys are very supportive, and I and I always love that. And you've been supporting me. And again, this is the second show of our fifth season, and continue to support the show. And again, always, if you want to be a sponsor, a guest, you want to be on the show, you want a question or comment, all you got to do is call the radio or regardless hotline nine seven eight two one nine nine two nine four. Leave a comment or whatever that works out. Or you can email the show if you don't want to call. Radio irregardless at gmail.com. That's how it works out. Hey, again, next week, September 13th, I think we're going to be back. We'll see what happens. Wish me luck. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great week. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.